Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things real talk and conscious conversations about shit that really fucking matters. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, mindset coach, actor, and truth teller extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought to help you face your fears, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode 90 of the podcast. Amanda Catherine Loy here, and I am coming at you solo today. Uh, I have so many things on my heart um, that I have been wanting to share with you guys on the podcast and um, really just put into the ether that just you cannot do in a tiny ass Instagram caption. And um, I don't know about you, but I am, uh, I've been feeling wild in the last month or so. Um, I am, as you're listening to this, uh, I am just over, almost a week over a month in quarantine, so five weeks in quarantine. And um, whether you are someone who has been quarantined like I have for the same amount of time or less time or um, you're, um, you know, someone who has to go into work um, because you're an essential worker, whatever your story is, um, I have been speaking to so many of you in my community, so many of you in my clients and my the people in my life. And collectively, we have been so, 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 so wild in our various experiences and what we have um, been navigating. And yet, I'm sensing so many trends around themes of things that um, we've been learning, things that we've been experiencing. And um, I thought it would be a really... uh, beautiful thing to come on here and candidly as always share um, with you all about what I have learned in this time of quarantine the things that um that have really uh, either solidified for me or new lessons that have come up for me um, things that I didn't expect things that I anticipated uh, and 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 all of the in-betweens um in hopes that you can hear your heartbeat through these words too. Because if there's anything I've learned, um, you know, as being somebody in in, in more of a, a public space, um, it's that there's so much power in just sharing our truth. Um, that is, for me, that is what living my fuck yes life looks like. It's just being myself and sharing that. And I remember... Um, you know, early on in my in my journey of of self discovery <laughs> or whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, I just so desperately was looking for other people who were expressing things honestly and candidly um, in ways that I could uh, find a little bit of myself in. So, I hope that today uh, you hear yourself reflected in some way, um, and I also want to empower you to, if you haven't really thought about this. Um, you know, I think so many of us and myself included, you know, it's been really tough the last month and so much, um, you know, has just been like what's lacking and focusing on um, on what we're losing out on and trying to get back to normal. And I feel that so deeply. And also I want to empower you to, you know, use this time and, and maybe take some some stock in your own life to really journal around, you know, what have I learned in this last, last month about myself? 
um, you know, getting to know ourselves is uh, is something that we so rarely actually do. And I know that can some, sometimes sound kind of like a weird concept. Like, well, of course I know myself. I'm with myself all the time. Um, and yet, uh, you know, the work I do, the work I do is liberating women to fully understand themselves and come home to who they are instead of um, operating in the world as um as the robotic um, societal um, beings that we have been programmed to be. Um, and, and a lot of that work is unbecoming. And it's something that I personally have experienced and continue to experience. Um, I think it's a lifelong journey. Um, and it's something that uh, I don't think you really start to understand it until you start to go within. And a big part of that for me um, and, and, and for what I, I teach is, is journaling is just really, really like actually getting in touch with yourself and spending some time with yourself. So I hope this encourages you to to take some time um, to just check in with yourself. I just literally like check in and say, what have I learned this month in this time? And um, and and just free write and see what comes out. Um, and maybe something that I share to, today will spark that for you uh, and inspire you and sort of allow you to say me too. So here we go. <sighs> So this is in no particular order. I, I journaled about this a lot. And um, a big one that I have been feeling is that I can do hard things. And this has been honestly a, a journey for me for a while. Like um, navigating my double mastectomy was for sure um, doing hard, a hard thing and facing hard things. Um, and uh, if you want more of the info on all of that and the goods around that, you can check out my book, I Chopped Off My Tits. And amandacatherineloy.com forward slash book. Um, but I've been reading um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I've actually been uh, – I was reading it um, last month with my membership gals. And, um, you know, that's a big thing that she says. I can do hard things. And I think if there's anything that this month has taught me, it's that I can do hard things. And and and, and also um, – that kind of I I say I'm saying that and I'm catching myself going well, has it really been that hard Amanda like you're you're pretty pri- fucking privileged being able to just sit at home and um you know and watch Netflix or whatever the fuck but for me you know that that is hard I am an extrovert I get my my energy and so much of my light from human connection and from going out and adventuring and. Being inside feels incredibly stifling to my creative spirit, to my being, to my um, to my inner core, um, and uh, and for me, um, ha- literally being like stuck inside and and not ha- being able to go anywhere has been wildly hard. And so yeah, I'm not going to I caught myself. I almost apologize for that. Isn't it amazing what we do as humans is we apologize for our feelings. And I refuse to apologize for feeling that way, so I'm not going to. Um this has felt hard for me for a lot of reasons. Um and and it also proved to me that I uh continue to prove to me how resilient I am and how um I can I can navigate things and sift through things that I I often don't think I can. Um so yeah, that's been a big one. Um, another one um, it, that has been really, really big for me is um, it's just been such a reminder of where my passions really lie. Um, oh, I'm going to get emotional. Um, hello, you know I'm always all about showing the feels. Um, but yeah, like this uh, 
this has uh, been a really interesting time for me because a huge, huge piece of my heart lies in acting. It's where I get so much joy and where I feel most alive is when I'm performing on stage and um, and being a part of a collaborative experience in a theatrical space. And uh, this pandemic has shut down theater. And that has been really challenging. And also, it has been such a beautiful reminder that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be there. Um, and, and as an actor, and if you're an artist of any kind, it can be really hard to constantly feel aligned in that space because there's so so much of the world that we that I live in at least in that space is you know we get rejected all the time more than we ever get um you know celebrated and that can be a really tough space and sometimes it can really you know fuck with your brain if you're not standing in your unapologetically confident truth and um and this has just only uh strengthened um my my knowledge around that that's exactly where I'm supposed to be um and that has been really wildly uh incredible for me to just have that that foundation it's also made it hard (laughs) because um I can't you know move in that direction right now with intention so that's also been an interesting balance but I'm grateful for the knowledge of that um and the reminder of that um Something else, and I'm sure I know a lot of um, you have expressed this to me, that, you know, really, really like figuring out who your people are um, has been something that this pandemic has shown you. For me, that's looked like really, really um, honing in on um, spending intentional time with my soul humans and and what I mean by that are like my people who are there already and just really really fostering um space and time and energy to uh you know really get in touch with with them with intention you know so often we go about our day-to-day life and um we have so much on our plates and our schedules don't align and a lot of my my people my humans don't live in the same city as me um, and I am such a like in-person gal, so I travel a lot to see my humans. But um, right now I can't do that. And also um, right now, you know, half of my my time, which is normally spent, you know, in rehearsals or performing or auditioning is gone. So I have extra time um, to dedicate outside of coaching and outside of podcasting um, to really connect with my people and those relationships and really being able to foster um, intentional connected time with, you know, my handful of humans who who are what I call my soulmates, like really has just been so wonderful to me. And I've been really feeling like resistant around um, building new relationships in this time. And I find that very like, like really intentional uh, new relationships, which is very different than how I was feeling right before I went into quarantine. Like I was all about building new connections and really creating a connected year. And the way that I'm framing that now is just looking really different because my needs are, um, are looking different. And I think for a while early in, early on in quarantine, I was really living in denial which is, you know, the first stage of grief. Um, And we're all going through a grieving process, a collective grieving process. I've talked about this a bunch on my Instagram. Um, So 
you know, I, it's something to, to just be aware of. And, and I was in denial, you know, I was like, well, things are going to go quote back to normal and this isn't going to last. And, um, I've had to really work on fostering a state of acceptance for myself and finding, um, what I need in this time instead of just trying to operate on my old needs um, from before. And um, and that has, you know, translated in other ways outside of just how I want to build connection and foster connection. But that's something that um, took me a while and was really hard to shift for myself. Um, so mayhaps you're still living, mayhaps, that's something that Kev always says. Um, but mayhaps you're still living in that space for yourself. Um you know, where you're, you're living in denial that this is happening. But I think that the sooner we can choose as humans to just accept what is, um, and then stop fighting what is happening and choose to operate with intention and, and reevaluate what we need in this time, um, the sooner we're going to be able to find a little bit more peace amidst the chaos. Um, so that's been really big for me. Um, also, um, another thing that I have been, uh, really, really pondering on is that control still comes out to play for me in negative ways amidst new situations. So I am someone who years, years, years ago, um, and it still comes out in certain ways now in my life, but I've gotten so much better about it, was um, I found solace and and pleasure in control. When I felt like something was in my control, um, I felt like a little bit more at peace and that was at a time where my life felt completely out of control. I was um, binge eating. I had I felt like I had no control over the food I was eating. Um, I was I had panic attacks all the time, so it felt like my mental health like there just wasn't a space of control. But I could find control in small ways, and that's why dieting became a thing for me because it was control. You know, it was something I could control. Um, uh, it's uh, it's why I I showed up in relationships in negative ways and in controlling ways sometimes. Um, you know, it was just a, a way that I I, I coped through um, uncertainty, and this is a period of time where uncertainty is palpable. You know, as a collective, and I have noticed um, myself reverting into some. I've I've had old patterns come up around the desire for control, um, and that's been really interesting because it's something that I had. I've not really dealt with or had, um, you know, space uh, and, and, and I guess like a, a an environment where that felt like the need to come out. And so it's been so important more than ever for me to, um, you know, get curious with my thoughts and use all of my tools that I teach my clients um, to really uh, you know, be aware of it and, and, um, and show up intentionally because, uh, for me, control has never been a positive in my life and trying to find control has only ever caused me more pain. And I know that about myself. So it's been really interesting though to see that pop back up. Um, and it's been a beautiful reminder that that is not something that I, um, I want to perpetuate in my life. Um, because it hasn't been something I've had to really have to face head on in a while. So that's been a really interesting lesson about myself in this time. I just got a sip of water. Water, water, water. Keeping that hydration station going. Okay. Um, this has been a big one too. Fuck. Um, <laughs> so um, if you're new to the podcast, um, you may also um, be new to the fact that I um, 
actually, when was it? Last year in June, I came out publicly as um, as bisexual and, and really started to um, publicly own my queerness. And that has been a wild journey for me. Um, and I don't know about y'all, but you know, this time has given me more time than ever. And I am intentionally somebody who spends a lot of time with my thoughts, does a lot of inner work. That's literally what I do for a living. (laughs) And so I practice what I preach. Um, but I've had an exorbitant amount of time to be with my thoughts and, um, and process a lot. And that has been wildly transformative, but it's also brought up some shame and um, and just really like tough stuff around um, my sexuality and stuff that I um, had been holding on to for years. And like, I mean years, like 10 years of my life um, because I've taken the time to really like sift through that for myself um in the last month and um you know trauma is such a wild thing um and the healing process of that has been um huge and I and I don't really have anything poignant to say about this other than it's brought up a lot for me and maybe you can relate to that uh, you know not necessarily from the specifics around you know shame around your sexuality but um I'm sh- I know by I know intensely by speaking to my clients and and you know my unapologetically confident um, group coaching program my one-on-one clients and my and the, and the gals in my membership that there's been a lot of uncovering of um, shame and a lot of uh, processing around um, really deep work that has been uh, illuminating and incredible and also really heavy and, um, emotionally charged. And, um, and that is a beautiful thing because we can learn and grow from it, but when we're in it, it can feel really fucking shitty, um, and, and hard and, um, and vulnerable. Um, so having a safe space to be able to share that has been wildly helpful for, for all of my clients and for myself. Um, you know, I've been really sharing with, with my humans, um, around that and that's been really, really healing and, um, and a beautiful thing. Okay. This has been a big one too. Um, that I can practice, quote, bad habits, and I, I use quotes for a reason, um, and not have shame around them. So when I say this, I, I, I am referring to things like, you know, um, eating uh, a, a shit ton of carbs in one day um, and maybe not having as many vegetables as normal or, um, you know, sitting around and watching Netflix for hours and all of this stuff. And that's not to say – that the little voice in my head, you know, my inner shit talker, Janine, who likes to come out to play, y'all know, um, we all have one, right? Um, doesn't pop up and go, yeah, you should be being more productive right now. Or should you really be eating that? And all of this stuff, right, that um, society has programmed in us, in us. But we are amidst a fucking pandemic. And if there's anything that this time has taught me, it's that we – as humans spend so much time shooting all over ourselves about you know the the and the guilt around that is wild and i am just like actually just fucking doing whatever i want right now and not feeling guilty about it and i know that that comes 
I know that that comes because of all of the work I have done on myself. Um, you know, the last four or five years, I have done so much internal work around it. And I, and I catch myself having those things pop up, but I don't um, accept them as truth. And that's the difference, right? So it's about you know, really doing the work in that space. And and it doesn't happen overnight. If you want more support around that, I'm always in your corner. Just reach out. Um, but yeah, like for me, that's been really wildly amazing to witness for myself because uh, even just a couple of years ago, um, I would have felt so much guilt around the food I've been eating amidst pandemic and um, how I've been spending my time on certain days and all of this stuff. And it's like just not existing for me right now, which is um, – and when it does exist, I can quickly reframe it. And that has been so, so beautiful. And it's it's really just proved to me that all of the work that I teach um, – and that the work that I do is so potent, not just in you know my clients and in in um, and in in their transformation, but in my personal transformation too, um, which I you know I know deeply. But it's so cool to see that ripple effect and really um, really see it come to fruition. So uh, that's been a beautiful lesson for sure. Um, something that has been huge, and I know so many of you can relate to this one, it's that touch is such as my love language. But for me, it's not just my love language. This time has taught me that it is, for me, my path to deepened and more profound connection. Anyone who knows me in real life knows that I will welcome you with consent with a bear hug. Like, that is that is what I do. I am probably... Like with with my humans of all kinds, I am incredibly kinetic and physical. I love to cuddle. I love to touch my people, um, of course, with consent always. Um, but I am just a very physical human. I, I, I find so much love and connection via that medium. And I've always known that, but when it's literally removed from your life, when the prospect of touching your friends like hugging your friends and just like even like a high five for fuck's sake is taken away um to me it's like wow that is that is a source of of deep love for me and a way that I receive that and not having that you know outside of Kevin Toby um for the last month has been really taxing on me um and so finding ways to you know, incorporate touch and love with myself um, has been a really big part of my personal practice this last month. But um, it's been a learning curve for sure. And it is something that I cannot wait to just get out and fucking hug my friends. I'm going to bear hug the shit out of my friends when I get out of here. Um, Okay. Also something that I have, um, that I have really, this came unexpectedly to me. Um, and it's been a beautiful reminder of something that I've really worked through this last year. And it's that there have been certain humans and groups of people, communities that I, I'm a part of a lot of, of communities and groups. I foster a bunch. I'm a part of a bunch. It is something that I deeply resonate is coming together in community with, and it has been very interesting to me and also um, not surprising 
really now that I like look back on it but um but going into it and and throughout the process of navigating this this last month it has been felt surprising to me that there are certain individuals and communities that really fill me up and really resonate with and that I truly find and feel myself in and other communities that I want to feel that way with or other people that I want to feel that way with and um I don't (laughs) I just don't but for whatever reason I keep showing up there for whatever reason you know because I feel like I've told myself that I should want that or I'm someone especially in individual relationships who um, has a pattern especially in my past of like fighting and fighting and fighting to keep a friendship or a relationship long past um, when that relationship is powerfully potent and wonderful for me Um, just because I've told myself that well once I'm once I'm committing my time and energy into somebody like that's that's what I'm going to continue to do because that's what a good human does. That's what a good friend does. That's what a good partner does, etc. And um, that's a pattern of old Amanda that that sometimes comes to um, to fruition now. And I noticed this because I, uh, you know, I've been searching for community and connection, and um, you know, of course, I have that inherently created in my own communities with my membership, um, which has been so incredible to just really come together um, in that space. Um, again, if you um, want to get in there, it's fifty percent off right now amidst the pandemic, um, so it's wildly, wildly, wildly affordable. Um, you can just go over to my website um, and check it out at forward slash membership, um, or you can head over to the show notes. Um, and and also doing so with my unapologetically confident group group coaching um, and and finding community, you know, in in my wellness corner and and beyond. Like that has felt. And, and my theater community too. Like I've had some some fun Zoom calls with them and that's felt so great. Some previous casts. Um, and then there's been other places where I've attempted to put my energy because I thought it would be empowering. And it reminded me of um, of a, the episode I did, uh, 29 Lessons of My 29 Years, um, you know, and, and talking about how sometimes it's okay to let communities that you thought would serve you go um you know and there have been a few and and people too right and it can be really hard especially because we've um we often just really want something to to work and something to serve us and something to be amazing and we maybe it is for a time and then it no longer serves us and I had a moment um in this quarantine where I was, you know, um, hopping on a community call with a community that I have been affiliated with in some capacity for a couple of years now. And at first this community was really impactful to me and empowering to me. And, um, and I needed a place to land, um, and feel seen. Um, and over the last year, um, it has not, felt that way for me certain individuals within the community have and I've made some really incredible friends there but overall it has not felt empowering it has felt um clicky and it has felt really um uh really un um it has I have not felt at home there 
um, I have not felt like it's okay to just be myself there. And, um, and that is what I create communities around is just coming as you are and accepting as you are. And that's like what is told is, is, um, is happening there, but it's not. Um, and for whatever reason I was, you know, trying to go back in that space cause I was searching community and I, and I, um, I left, I left in the middle of a, of a zoom call because it just didn't, it wasn't feeling good for me. And I just want to share this because I want you to know and, and to remember for yourself that you don't need to pour into things that don't let you up. Um, and that is true for relationships. That is true for communities. That is true for any fucking thing, right? To me, living my fuck yes life is getting really clear on what lights me up and moving in that direction. Um, and yet I still find myself, you know, um, placing the shits on myself and also like wanting something to be something it's not. There's only, um, there's only so much, um, that, um, of, of patience I have in that space, apparently more than the average human, um, where I just keep trying to make that work, keep trying to make that thing fit and, and it doesn't, um, you know, and it, it's never going to. And I think the best thing that we can do in that space is even if it feels hard and scary and sad is to let those things go and search for the places that we do feel like our home. Because really the sadness of letting that go is only temporary, but the pain and the overwhelm and the sadness of staying somewhere that isn't yours, that doesn't fit your heart, um, that's it's only going to cause more pain and more suffering in the long run and there's enough fucking suffering going around right now <laughs> in the world we don't need more of that inside of ourselves so that is um that's been a big one and the last one i want to share with you before i let you go is um that i have really found joy um and i call them my fuck yes joys um <laughs> in the in the mundane in the little things that I think so often we take for granted as humans, right? Um, I, I take myself because I can in, in Chicago with, with a beautiful mask on, um, <laughs> on, on daily um, mental health walks with Toby. I have to walk him. And um, I've been really, really focusing on noticing the little things like the flowers starting to bloom in the spring um, and, uh, and even just like noticing little things around my house or about myself or really just making um small things like making making the bed and 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 doing it to listening to music instead of feeling like a chore or you know uh folding laundry <laughs> with intention and like calling a friend while I do that so that it feels empowering and exciting um or lighting a candle to create um you know or incense to create like more of um I don't know a, a tactile experience um and enjoyment in the mundane little things that um, normally I, I find so much joy from like the the exuberant like fun um, travel novel experiences and right now like that's just not anything I can get um, you know so um, or at least in in the ways that I traditionally had been so um, finding small fuck yes joys has been something that I've been really grounding myself in and that's been really helpful for me too and it's been a beautiful reminder that we really can create uh, our reality and 
and we can um, we can shift our our being and our thoughts and um, and our perspective with intention to support ourselves instead of just like living in the muck all the time and don't get me wrong I've been in the muck for sure with you um, but I don't want to fucking live in the muck all the time and um, and it can feel really daunting when we don't have some some tools and stuff so anyways those are so those are just a snapshot of the things that I've learned um, the big ones that felt really potent to share with you all um, I would love 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 to hear um, the things that you've been learning um, so if you are listening to this episode um, let me know on Instagram tag me so that I can I can see um, maybe we can start a like fuck yes joys hashtag together and and um, and show up in that space too um, to support each other but I just want you to know that I'm in this with you and that we are all together and I hope that doing this journaling exercise for yourself will just allow you to really um, be grateful for for the things that you are learning and, and get more in touch with yourself and come come home just a little bit step closer to you because if there as if there is anything that I believe it's that that is the true path to living your fuck yes life and that's what I want for all of you so on that note, I hope you are staying safe and healthy and and I'm sending so much love your way. It is fucking snowing here today in Chicago. Thank you for spring. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> so if that isn't um, the world telling me that the things are wild, I don't know what is. Um, I hope that you are navigating um, all of this with whatever you can and just know that I'm in your corner. And until next week, I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. 